The biggest games, the best performances, expert analysis. You are locked on now. Welcome to Locked On Now. I'm your host, Matt George, bringing you from ballpark to ballpark with a fast pass from all of last night's action. With insight, you can only get from the local experts on the Locked On Podcast Network. We're going around Major League Baseball like you were there for every at-bat. Let's start with the biggest game. The San Francisco Giants proved that yesterday's shutout loss to the LA Dodgers was just an anomaly. Ben Kaspik with the Locked On Giants podcast. Giants win a huge game today over the Dodgers. They win two out of three in this series against LA after winning three out of four last week in Los Angeles. In between, Giants lost a series to the Pirates. So that's kind of the funny part of baseball. Giants playing great baseball against the Dodgers and struggling against the Pirates. But anyway, this is all happening against the backdrop of the trade deadline. And there's rumors flying all over the place. There's reports of trades. There was a report that the Padres were close to a deal to acquire Max Scherzer, who is a top target of the Giants, so we've heard. But there are other reports that that trade has not happened yet. So we will continue to monitor that. There's also, you know, the Yankees out there making moves. They acquired Joey Gallo. Just now they acquired Anthony Rizzo. So that falls under the category of moves we didn't see coming. And I think the Giants are in that position to make moves that perhaps we don't even see coming. I'm pretty confident by the trade deadline tomorrow, the Giants are going to come away with at least a couple, <coughs> excuse me, a couple of moves and they may be significant moves. But for now, the Giants are still a first place team and they increased their National League West lead to three games. Johnny Cueto was excellent today and the Giants shut out the Dodgers. The bullpen was excellent as well. Harleen Garcia, huge strikeout in a huge spot. Tyler Rogers, Jake McGee closing it out. So we'll have a podcast actually later today, breaking this one down and talking about all the rumors out there. And we do podcasts every day on Lockdown Giants, where it's your team every day. For the Dodgers, it was an afternoon of on-the-field losses. Well, for the second time in a one-week span, the Dodgers lose a series to the Giants, falling 5-0, not even putting up a run. This is Vince from Locked On Dodgers here to break down real quick the game and also something that happened during the game. So the Dodgers lost 5-0. David Price got the first out of the game on the first pitch and then didn't do any much better after that. Walked the bases loaded, gave up a two-run double to Brandon Crawford and just didn't really have it. He said he didn't have a feel for his pitches. Um, and then the Dodgers offense was non-existent against Johnny Cueto. They did load the bases one time, uh, but then Harlan Garcia came in and struck out Cody Bellinger on three strikes. Cody Bellinger continues to struggle, even though he did hit the home run in yesterday's win. The Dodgers fall back to three games in the NL West, and there's a lot going on, not just in the NL West, or in the NL West. Max Scherzer was reportedly close to being traded to the Padres, though those talks have kind of stalled in the last couple hours. During the game, the Dodgers acquired Danny Duffy, or appeared to acquire, not official yet, Danny Duffy from the Royals. Danny Duffy's currently on the injured list, but has very good numbers on the year. And from the reports from Jeff Passan, he will be potentially a reliever and not a starting pitcher. And that the Danny Duffy trade does not take the Dodgers out of any other trades for any high name or big time starting pitching. 
So that'd be a good addition. He's currently on the injured list. He's supposed to come back soon and could fill a role for the Dodgers, eat some innings in September, and hopefully become one of those lefties out of the pen for the Dodgers. Um, Lefty out of the pen wouldn't have saved him too much without scoring any runs. The Dodgers now head to Arizona for a three-game series. They got to win all three. They got to start winning more games. Hopefully Mookie Betts will be back on Sunday and the Dodgers can get things going. For everything Dodgers, make sure to check out Locked On Dodgers every weekday morning, wherever you get your podcasts. Locked On, your team every day. Followed by off-the-field major wins. A couple of big moves happened in the MLB yesterday, leaving us no choice but to award both the Dodgers and the Boston Red Sox with the best performance. Hold up. Of course, their loss to the Giants wasn't ideal, but everyone's talking about the move the Dodgers made after the game, not the game itself. Hey Dodger fans, what's up? This is Jeff from Locked On Dodgers. So I'm facing a bit of a conundrum right now. You see, uh, I don't like the way I look when I smile, but I have to do a video right now talking about the Dodgers trading for Max Scherzer and Trey Turner, and it's hard not to smile about that. So I am gonna think a little bit about the fact that they gave up Cabot Ruiz and Josiah Gray that will maybe calm the smile down a little bit. But for the most part, yeah, I'm pretty freaking excited that the Dodgers traded for Max Scherzer and Trey Turner. It's a move that makes them better right now for 2021. It does impact the future a little bit, but the Dodgers have a lot of depth at both of those positions, uh, catcher and starting pitcher. And so, you know, in the long run, yeah, we may look back and, and think about Pedro Martinez, but you know, right now we're thinking about the fact that the Dodgers who already on, on paper were the best team in baseball, haven't really shown it this year. Uh, partly because of health, partly because of other things, but they just got a lot better for right now and improve their chances of repeating as World Series champions. And as Dodger fans, that's all we can hope for. So check out Locked On Dodgers first thing in the morning. In fact, maybe even a little bit early. We might post it late tonight instead of early in the morning because we're so excited. But Vince and I will be talking all about this trade, Max Scherzer and Trey Turner to the Dodgers for Cabert Ruiz, Josiah Gray, and two other prospects. So check that out. Check out Locked On Dodgers every weekday morning and check out the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. LA wasn't going to have all the fun if there was anything Boston could do about it. The Red Sox decided to get in on the action, acquiring a new power bat to match the Yankees' Joey Gallo trade the day before. Kyle Schwarber is a member of the Boston Red Sox. Can you believe it? Hello, it's Lauren from Locked On Red Sox, and I absolutely love this move if you couldn't already tell. This is a great one-for-one swap with pitching prospect Aldo Ramirez. Schwarber is going to add so much more power to an already lethal Red Sox lineup. Yes, he's an outfielder. Yes, the Red Sox didn't need a lot of outfield help here, but the 25 home runs, 253 batting average, 16 home runs in the month of June, NL player of the month for June, 30 RBIs in that month stretch. This is somebody who is going to make a difference in your lineup. Yes, he's nursing a hamstring injury right now, but he is on the mend. He is close to returning. And boy, oh boy, when he does, pitchers are in trouble because this lineup just got so much scarier. Jason and I will discuss this move. We'll discuss anything else the Red Sox may do on a special emergency Locked on Red Sox podcast on Friday. The Cleveland Indians also got involved in Thursday's transactions. The Tampa Bay Rays obliterate the New York Yankees, and Joey Votto adds another record to his Hall of Fame resume. We go around the league next. Let's go around the league. Not to be left out, the Cleveland Indians had some roster changes of their own to make. The Indians have traded Cesar Hernandez to the White Sox, and much as I'm doing home renovation, the Indians are doing roster renovation. 
Cesar Hernandez this year went from a plus defender at second base to one of the worst defenders at second base in baseball. He also nearly doubled his launch angle from a year ago, which turned his doubles, where he led the American League, into home runs. And those home runs have kind of inflated his value to the traditional fan, but at the same time, he has still been a productive player. Now, if you follow me on Twitter, at Draft, you'll know that 18 hours ago, I said the Indians and White Sox make too much sense to not make a trade, and I ended up being right. What's their return? Connor Pilkington. At one point in time, Pilkington was viewed as a top 10 player in his draft class, had a bit of a rough junior year, was a third round pick of the White Sox. He does need to be added to the Rule 5, uh, to the 40-man roster, because he is Rule 5 eligible. Another player to add to that crunch, but Pilkington has trended up this year. Strikeout rate per 9 over 10, walk rate per 9 right around 3, right what the Indians love. Interesting player, would have been in the 20s or 30s of the White Sox system. You have to like the return. I know Indians fans might have expected a little bit more, but talking to people around the league, the Indians did well today. Children, cover your eyes and ears. What the Tampa Bay Rays did to the New York Yankees yesterday was R-rated. Do you like shutouts? Do you like home runs? Do you like seeing Garrett Cole pitch like a mediocre pitcher? If you answered yes to any and all of these things, you're going to love what happened today at the Trop. Ulysses Sombrano here from the Locked On Race podcast. What a game that was, 14-0, the biggest shutout victory ever in franchise history. It happened against the Bronx Bombers today. Uh, Brett Phillips with a big grand slam. Austin Meadows with a big three-run shot in the first inning. The Rays did not stop scoring runs today. It seemed like they would just never stop. 14-0. 14-0. Can you believe that on a day that Garrett Cole pitched? Yeah, I can after seeing what happened today. Uh, Luis Patino, of course, on the mound for the race with his best outing uh, of the season. Six strong innings, uh, pitched almost 100 pitches today, eight punch outs, no runs allowed, two walks. He looked the part. He looked fantastic. And if this is a trade deadline acquisition in-house, we're going to love that as race fans. So this and much more Tune into the Locked On Race podcast Monday through Friday. We've got you covered on all things race. Raise up. Joey Votto has a new record. And that's it. Joey Votto is the all-time record holder for most consecutive games with a home run. As a Cincinnati Red, he hit another one, eight home runs in six games. He is absolutely on fire. He is absolutely a Hall of Famer and one of the best hitters that the Reds have ever had in their 151 years of existence. It's undeniable. And hey, the Reds get a series win. Gave you that tip for the betonline.ag tip uh, back on Monday, I believe. So if you took that tip, you made a couple of dollars, but a good series win. Luis Castillo continues to pitch well, and the bullpen holds it down. We're gonna be talking about all that and more as tomorrow is the trade deadline. Make sure you check out the Lockdown Reds podcast and subscribe to the Lockdown MLB YouTube channel. That way you can watch me and a host of other Lockdown MLB hosts tell you what's going on during this trade deadline. We're breaking it down on the Lockdown MLB YouTube channel tomorrow at 3 p.m. And listen to Locked On Reds for more about this victory, the series victory over the Cubs, and taking a look at what they're going to do in New York this weekend against the Mets. Just a bad day overall for New York baseball. At least the Mets loss wasn't as bad as the Yankees. This is Ryan Finkelstein, host of Locked On Mets, coming to you after the Mets dropped their series against the Atlanta Braves. Taiwan Walker continues to struggle 
Gave up five runs in his start today. A couple of home runs. He looked good early, but really started to fall apart late. The Mets did get a big homer by Pete Alonzo, that guy over there. A 453-foot blast. It looked like it went 500 feet into the upper deck. That was really most of the offense they scored in this game. Lose another one. Austin Riley continued to destroy the Mets in this series. But I think when you look at the series as a whole, the Mets might be happy to have won two games. They did not play good baseball at all. They came into that series with a five-game division lead over the Braves. They leave with a four-game lead. It could have all gone away in one week. So luckily, they survived and at least keep a little bit of a lead in that division. Obviously, all eyes are now on the deadline. Be breaking down all of those rumors on tomorrow's episode of Locked On Mets as we head into another weekend where the Mets will be taking on the Cincinnati Reds. And there you have it. A busy and entertaining night in Major League Baseball made even more enjoyable thanks to the insight of our local experts. For more information and discussion surrounding these games and the top baseball storylines, be sure to tune in to all of our local MLB podcasts on the Locked On Podcast Network. Until next time, I'm Matt George. We'll talk later, but we're always locked on now.